SBS Radio. Yeah, so I'm Emma Gibbons and I come from cold, dark places. Uh, Alaska and Minnesota is where I grew up. So uh, I'm always excited to be here on Nungabuja, where we have nine months of summer almost, uh, compared to the nine months of blizzards and cold and dark <laughs> where I grew up. Um, I uh, grew up in a very creative household. My parents are both artists, one's a painter, one's a musician. And from that background, um, I've started a journey of exploration and curiosity. And most of my career has been through um, a trade or a craft, um, as I like to describe it, uh, the trade of, of political campaigning or organizing. And that started back in 2008. That was the, the very first election I participated in was, of course, getting Barack Obama elected, which was a very inspirational global moment. Uh, and from there, I spent the next decade working on campaigns um, across the U.S. Um, for different candidates, advocacy or issue campaigns, um, and then moving internationally, working on campaigns in Canada, Mexico, Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, and then when that presidential election finished, I, uh, I kid you not, I Googled, uh, I went to old Uncle Google and I asked, hey, elections happening in 2016. And I was going to go to Brazil, or well, the elections that were happening were Germany, Brazil and Australia, and sent those around to some of my political consultant friends asking anybody knew anybody in those places and someone connected me to the West Australian Labour Party and so I came out here in 2016 to help them with the 2017 state election and then after that I was lucky enough to be in WA and able to help support uh, and lead the marriage equality campaign later that year the, the postal survey campaign in 2017. So that's sort of the, the campaigning background and, and focusing on um, getting people involved and excited about participating in their local place um, and in issues that they care about. And um, I've done a number of odd jobs since that last campaign, uh, but now I have the privilege of getting to work on the issue almost of uh, reconciliation and getting people to feel like that they can engage in and participate and be an agent of change in that space as well. And let's talk about that. What is the work that you actually do for Acknowledge This? So Acknowledge This is a workshop or a conversation about how to give an authentic acknowledgement of country. And I co-present it, co-facilitate it with my mate, Reese Paddock, uh, who is a Yamaji man here from uh, uh, hot, hot, dry places. <laughs> um, and together we co-present it. So we have a really lovely balance of, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a white fellow from the States who's a migrant. Uh, who's had a six-year connection to this place, and then he who um, has a 65,000-year connection to this place and still lives 5Ks from where he grew up. So uh, it's co-presented by us, and we go through how to give an authentic acknowledgement of country. And the the what sits behind what we talk about is how can we bring the traditional cultural practices here in Australia and the modern culture together into a shared space, into a shared culture. And we, the reason why we call it a conversation is because we don't hold the space of being the experts. Uh, there are many voices which have expertise, um, but we hold the space for us to kind of figure out what the right answers are as a society and to almost discover it together. Because in the space um, that we're working in, in, in reconciliation and Aboriginal culture and Australian culture, there's all different opinions, right? Um, a lot of people have different responses to what's right. I mean, take the example of 
um, what do we call Indigenous peoples of Australia? Is it Aboriginal, First Nations, Indigenous? Uh, we can all agree it's definitely not ATSI, um, but the, the rest of the words, um, everyone has their own preference and each different community has their own preference to what words they prefer. And so we host it as a conversation where we can discover together what uh, reconciliation means to us and work um, in a direction, not necessarily towards a set destination. And what is it like for you being from a different cultural background and working in Indigenous spaces? Reese shares a really lovely story from a conversation he had with one of his elders about, um, you know, in the acknowledgement of country, they say, and I'd like to acknowledge the elders, past, present and future leaders. And that concept of elders is something that we all share, right? Like um, our connection to country, we all have elders and all of our elders have brought us to where we are today. So when I started thinking about my elders, uh, my grandma, she moved from Finland to Minnesota. Then my parents, they moved from Minnesota up to Alaska. And now I myself have migrated all the way around the world to Australia, right? So if Australia is a bicultural place with indigenous peoples and migrants, I'm pretty firmly in the migrants camp and for many generations. And when I realized that I got quite curious and excited about the indigenous culture of this country, right? Like it's been around for tens of thousands of years, thriving in a living culture connected to the same country, to the same Buja, as they say here on Nunga country. And when I realized that I, I, I of course started to expand my understanding and seek more knowledge. And as you learn more, I began to question, all right, well, what's my role to respectfully participate in the culture of this country? And that was a pretty transformative realization. And those values of curiosity and excitement and seeking a respectful role to participate in the culture of this country, that still drives my acknowledgement of country practice, but also um, my reconciliation, my individual reconciliation journey to this day. And do you find any challenges with the work you do coming from a different background and working with Aboriginal people in Australia? The greatest challenge is how much courage this work requires. Um, even like doing this interview, I know that someone somewhere is going to be offended by something that I say. And I don't proclaim to have the answers, but I do think the discussion is worth having. So having that courage to, you know, courage is, can be defined as, you know, seeing the fear or feeling fear and taking a step anyway. So every day I have to call upon my courage to do this work and to model what reconciliation looks like and how myself as a migrant uh, can participate and respectfully participate in reconciliation. So I say the greatest challenge is just, uh, finding the courage again and again and again, um, even when situations happen where offense um, does occur and I, I get to sit and I get to listen and I get to you know, expand my understanding. Um, but of course, the, you know, those learning moments have discomfort. So I think that's sort of the, the continuous cycle that I'm on um, that, that isn't challenging. It is very rewarding, but it does have discomfort. And what do you like most mm. about the community work that you do with Aboriginal people? The greatest gift I've gotten from our work with Acknowledge This, but also just in all the other spaces is that traditional cultures have immense value that we have forgotten in our modern society and in Western cultures. 
And the greatest gift I've learned is remembering that people are important, that relationships are important, and that people should come before the business. Because so often, if you're coming from a purely uh, Western or modern lens, people are expendable to the business. And so that shift in, and, and it, that's across traditional cultures. Um, I've been doing a bit of research about or reading um, some of the voices from Native American cultures back in the States. And it's the same thing there, you know, putting people before business um, and valuing relationships over the business. And um, I just get really excited when I think about what does it look like if we can transform our modern culture to have that space of reflection and valuing people uh, embedded in the way we do business, not just separate to or outside the way business is expected to be done. What inspires you about the work you're doing with the Aboriginal community in Western Australia? Um, our work is across all, all of our community, which is so exciting. And the part that inspires me is seeing the, 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 the multicolored fabric of Australia come alive in every single session that we run. We run our workshops or these conversations every fortnight publicly. And, you know, 50 people come in every fortnight from all different corners and walks of life and come together to learn more and expand their understanding. And whether it's people who are from migrant backgrounds and sharing their stories of home and what it means and how they connect now to Australia, or people who've, um, we've had a number of people who've attended who are from the stolen generation and are rediscovering their culture. We've had a number of people who um, just found out that they had an auntie or that their grandma was from Aboriginal heritage. And so they're, on, they're very recently on the journey of finding out and learning about culture. And I get so inspired holding space and being able to sit in conversation with all Australians as we sort through what reconciliation means to us and how can we actively participate in and shape it to make a more inclusive and loving world. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.